Welcome to Whiskey and Wonder. All right. Hello. All right. So, if you can tell that voice is different than normal, <laughs> um, we'll touch on it in more in the open segment, but this is Whiskey and Wonder. I'm Tyler, and that is not Megan. I'm Shelby. That's Shelby. Friend Shelby is on today, filling in for Megan. Uh, like I said, we'll touch on that here in a little bit in the open segment. Um, as for what Whiskey and Wonder is, uh, we're a podcast where typically Megan and I um, teach each other something that we found fascinating, and we try a different whiskey, and, and at the end, we rate it, tell you how we feel about it. Uh, we give you all the notes and whatnot at the beginning, so we kind of take a journey together. So today, Shelby and I are, are going to do this. So. And Megan usually explains that a far lot better. Yeah, well. That's <laughs> okay, you tried. Yeah, I did. That's her <laughs> job. I'm not us- I'm not usually the one that does that. So uh, again, we are Whiskey and Wonder. Um, you can check us out at whiskeyandwonder.com. We've got our store there. We've still got uh, whiskey glasses for sale. Uh, we've got our infinity bottles on the way. We're keeping tabs on what goes in the bottle. And so far, the, uh, the last two bourbons we've done... The Jack Daniel Single Barrel and the Eagle Rare have both uh, been voted in by our patrons on Patreon. I would highly suggest going back and listening to that uh, last week's episode, episode 72, uh, where we did the Eagle Rare because personally, it's the highest I've ranked on here. Megan gave it another 10. Spoiler alert, she gives a lot of 10s. I also secretly tried it. It was quite good. Yes, Shelby did. Very big secret. Part of the secret trial club. Um, <laughs> Oops, ruined the secret. Uh, our other social media stuff. <clears throat> you can find us on YouTube. Uh, as of now, just search Whiskey and Wonder. We need to get 1,000 subscribers before we can... Or may, I'm sorry, maybe it's 100 subscribers. It's one of those two um, where we can get it like youtube.com slash Whiskey and Wonder. So go like us, subscribe on YouTube. Um, and if you're on YouTube, you like my little button that just popped up there? I do. It's fancy. Um, uh, while I'm doing it, here's the other the other wow. social medias. <laughs> I pushed the wrong one. Oh, Shelby's, <laughs> Shelby's trying to master Megan's sound effect board over there. And wow. it, literally, it literally says, wow, and she hit the wrong one. I panicked. It's fine. It's oh, fine. um... <laughs> Yes, yeah, so, so check us out on YouTube. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, whiskeyandwonder.com. Got a lot of cool stuff there. I don't think Megan has done anything on the blog, and we'll talk about that why in a little while. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, contact at whiskeyandwonder.com. We always welcome your comments. Uh, we've had uh, some wonderful people reach out talking about some stuff that we can't really uh, read on air, but... We are appreciative of everybody's comments. And if you're on YouTube, comment in the, on the on the videos, you know, like, subscribe, and share it. Tell your friends. That helps us grow, helps us to get, uh, you know, get people wanting to be interviewed, get people wanting to sponsor us, which helps us fund this. So um, the last social media thing, if you want to vote on the uh, the Infinity Bottle, you need to do so through our Patreon account. It is uh, so we've added a couple tiers of membership. Uh, previously, there was like a one dollar donation, and then there was like a five dollar per month. Uh, like 
where you got the episodes early. So we've actually upgraded a little bit. The You can pay $1 per month, and now part of that tier is that you get to vote on the uh, Infinity Bottle, what goes in the Infinity Bottle. So it, it's a $1 a month fee to do that, and you get to vote four, four or five times each month. So uh, we're also flirting around with the idea of doing, uh, you've heard of Taco Tuesday? <laughs> Yum. Well, we're flirting with the idea of Whiskey Wednesday. Even better. So what we're thinking that will be is, uh, and unfortunately, Megan and my schedules, because I'm an old man and she t- works late certain nights, our schedules are very opposite, which means by the time she's getting off, I'm about going to bed. So, Old man. Yes. <laughs> so you guys will probably end up with me. Uh, maybe Megan and I will trade it off, but we're going to do some live streaming stuff where we drink um, and you guys can join on the live stream. Maybe we'll get a Discord server set up. I don't know a ton about Discord, but Megan does, so maybe she can teach me a little bit of that. But... You know, we're flirting with that idea. And if you're on YouTube, uh, down below, you see Megan's email and her name and stuff pop up. That's um, not accurate today. This is not Megan, as I've said earlier. So, But the email was accurate. Yes, the email. Accurate. And yes, that's accurate if you want to reach out to Megan or see her personal Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, reach out to Tyler. Yes, I'll, I will get it to her. Um, finally, and uh, announcements-wise, uh, the last thing is... Uh, just a thank you to everybody that does help us and support us. I mean, even Shelby has helped and supported us for a long time, and she's continuing to do so today, filling in for Megan. So thanks, Shelby. Have a round of applause. Oh, thanks. Um, you know, everybody that is a patron on Patreon, everybody who does donate to us through PayPal and, and buys the merchandise and leaves the – not even just monetarily, just telling your friends and listening to the episodes helps us out. We've – you know, we're we're noticing our numbers tick up and, and it doesn't, you know, go unnoticed. So thank you guys to everybody out there. Yeah, to those people. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> now we're going to move it along and we'll talk a little bit about why Megan is not, not here with us. The open segment. So if you're a longtime listener, um... I am obviously, or you'll know it's Megan's day to present. So Megan wrote this topic and everything, and I'm going to present it to you and to Shelby, but she also included her open segment. So I'm going to, I'm going to read this to you and this is Megan's words. So I'll do my best to do her voice. Hey friends. No, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I wasn't. (laughs) It's too serious. Come on. Hey friends. I'm sorry I'm not able to to record today. You'll have to listen to my words from Tyler's voice. About eight years ago, I found a kitten abandoned in a shopping cart. She was a small gray and white tuft of fur with big bright green eyes. I brought her home and hit her against me as I knocked on the apartment door. The first thing I told Houston uh, when he opened the door was, don't be mad. (laughs) It wasn't the first time I'd brought home a stray. I often rescued animals without thinking about their responsibilities. But this was the first time I'd brought a cat home. Houston loves all animals, but cats were not his favorite. 
I wanted to keep her, but Houston told me we'd be finding her a for, uh, forever home and not to get attached. I went to work the next day, and while Houston was off, he played video games. The little kitten spent the entire day snuggled in his lap. Needless to say, he fell in love and decided that she was his cat. <laughs> it's funny how that happens. Game of Thrones was huge at the time. And in parentheses, she puts, and still good. It is good up until the last season. I'm going to interject my own words there. Still good. Um, and we'd been reading A Song of Fire and Ice, or A Song of Ice and Fire. Uh, so we named her Daenerys, the mother of dragons, and called her Danny for short, just like in the books. Here's one of my favorite memories shared word for word from my Facebook page. Quote, well, here's a story to cheer everyone up when they wake up. Houston and I are laying in bed reading like we always do, and I hear a slam on a door. Oh, no. I locked the cat in the bathroom, I think. I get up and go check, and there's nothing there. Well, I'm an extremely imaginative person with anxiety who scares easy and is too curious for her own good. So I went to the living room to check the front door. What I see petrified me. In the glass window is a small, malevolent creature with giant green glowing eyes and two thick horns out of its head. I immediately scream at the top of my lungs and fly back into the bedroom, and just like a cartoon, I fling the covers over my head. (laughs) Houston's freaking out at this point, trying to see what's wrong, and all my commotion has caught the attention of Daenerys, our cat, who has... uh, Who has... Doomed into the bedroom window. I don't I don't know what she meant to say there. I don't think doomed was the right word. Jumped. Yeah, who has something into the bedroom window and is watching the demon kitty with her night vision. Um, I'm in hysterics, and Houston is getting nowhere trying to talk to me. That's when the demon notices Danny. The creature leaps headfirst into the window to attack, causing a huge crash. Again, I scream like I've been shot. Sadly, it's pitch black, so all I'm relying on is my hearing and manipulative imagination. Houston, sighing and telling me to calm down, gets up and goes to turn on the porch light. He does and laughs. After coming back into the room and coaxing me out of my trusty blanket shield, he convinces me to look out the window now that the light is on. Trembling, I oblige. There before me lies Danny's worst enemy, the stray cat that lives in our complex. (laughs) He'd been trying to attack her through the glass. And that, my friends, is why I'd be the first to die in a horror movie. (laughs) I remember Megan telling that story either in class or I read it on Facebook one day, but it was funny. Uh, Yeah, I've never heard that story, but that is uh, something else. Uh, She goes on to say, there's been countless treasures like that one, like Danny trapping Bohannon, my dog, (laughs) from walking through our uh, hallway when we babysat him. And sitting on my lap and messing with my dice as we played D&D. Or her actively watching anime with us. She really enjoyed fairy tale. Hmm. We thought we'd have many years of her spunky, wonderful personality. But during December, when we took Daenerys to the vet, feeling she had an infected tooth that was causing her jaw to swell. It was so much worse. X-rays revealed her entire mandible had a quote-unquote moth-eaten appearance. Our vet feared she had... Oh, Lord, osteosarcoma, and thought we'd hopefully have six more months, and she referred to an oncologist. The oncologist gave us bad news. Her cancer was, in reality, devastating 
squamous squamous cell carcinoma SCC. I don't know if you know anything about that, but look it up if you don't. I don't. <laughs> uh, and uh, we'd be lucky to get two months. Daenerys ended up being a fitting name because she fought until the end. One of the strongest forces I've ever seen. At three months post-diagnosis, the oncologist was shocked and impressed with how well she was doing. But she still had cancer, and at four months post-diagnosis, we realized that her quality of life was finally faltering. We got two more months than we were told we'd have. It still wasn't enough, and it never will be. <laughs> I'm not here recording to, uh, today because tomorrow, Monday, we will say goodbye to our psycho kitty. <laughs> uh, all right, so Megan sent me a, a, a text message and asked me to sing part of uh, Psycho Killer by the Talking Heads. But I just don't think I can do it justice. So go, go look up. It's the cast say K says, I don't know. Um, sorry, Megan, I dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> I don't think I can do it justice. Um, but they would always sing it when Daenerys was acting like a maniac. So go check out the song psycho killer by the talking heads. I don't know that song. Oh. I would. What I originally planned to do was to actually put that bit of music in here. But licensing and not wanting to get shut down by YouTube made me stop. So yeah, but more importantly, we're sorry, Megan. We know this is a hard time for you, so we wish that Daenerys would be here longer with us. Yes. Um, she goes on to say, "I'm giving Tyler my open segment and wonder segment to read, so I can spend her final night with her. So that's what's happening in my life, friends. Thank you, Tyler. Fuck cancer. Yep, agreed. So, Fuck cancer. Yep, Megan. You know." That's why Megan's not here. Um, I can't imagine. Losing a pet is very hard. So yeah. I know where she's at and she yep. needs to be so, elsewhere right now. Yep. So Shelby's filling in and we're going to keep going on Whiskey and Wonder uh, and just send uh, our best to Megan and Navia hope- and, Houston and Houston and everybody and hope that, hope that, you know, they can start grieving and healing and, Yes. Enjoy their last last bit of time together. Send your love when you guys can. Yep. So I'll do a cheers to Daenerys. Cheers. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, so that's that's Megan's words. That's why she's not here. Um I think everybody can understand and sympathize with that. So Yeah. Well what you been up to? Um <laughs> I think I know, but they yeah, might not. you know. <laughs> um, I have, it's just been a long week at work, really. I was counting the seconds until <laughs> Thursday evening because I was off Friday from both jobs, and yeah. man, it was lovely. <laughs> Golly, I need to do that more often. Yeah, three week weekends, three day weekends are far better. Um, I enjoy them. Yeah, uh... Sorry, I was just looking at the levels. You, <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. doing it again. My yeah, bad. Shelby keeps like talking very off. lowly. I'm not used to this. Yeah. Sorry. Um, nope, it's fine. Um, but yeah, so that was really enjoyable. We ended up, Shelby and I and my mother went over to the hospital to see my grandfather. Um, he's getting better. They're starting to, to map out what they think is happening. Um 
but we still don't know for certain. So that's, uh, you know, ever changing, ever changing situation. Um, yesterday we set up, uh, I was lucky enough and Shelby's gracious enough to help me acquire a, a robot lawnmower. And Sh- yep. Shameless plug on his shirt. Yes. <laughs> yes. Works. I work for them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know if you want to put that info out there or not, but it's fine. Uh, yes. So Shelby helped me acquire a robotic lawnmower and it, we set it up yesterday. And let me tell you, it was a bear. It was a bear to set up, but, um, but it's going to save you a lot of time in the future. It so. is. It it works. It seems to work pretty well so far. I've had a couple of connection issues. Um, but overall, nothing nothing major. I think that's just me being stupid. So, <laughs> technology's hard. Yep. And uh, one last one last thing uh, today is Easter. <laughs> happy Easter, everybody! Yes, happy Easter, everybody. <laughs> um, no, that I mean it is Easter. I, I so happy Easter, but it is more importantly, it is Shelby's birthday. So. I don't know about more importantly, but <laughs> depends anyway, where you fall on the religious spectrum. It's I Shelby's suppose. birthday. Thanks. So, uh, happy. Yeah. Want to want to say happy birthday to Shelby? We went out to a nice dinner last night. And, yes, we did. It was very nice. Yep, Thank you. And we went to a local. Uh, called tiger world it's not like tiger king at all <laughs> no they actually help the animals yes uh it's like a local tiger sanctuary so mm-hmm. it was fun i had a great weekend yep so um do you <laughs> want to talk about your week um you basically just explained my weekend for me but well, my yeah. week was okay nothing crazy just preparing for customer meetings at work and things like that so tyler gave me the best birthday ever by joining me on all the things that we did. So I appreciate him for that. Yeah, I try. Thanks, dear. Um, all right. Well, let's just go ahead and move it on then. All right. Opening the bottle. So normally how this goes is Megan talks to you guys about uh, the tasting notes and I pour. <laughs> We're going to flip that today and okay. Shelby's going to pour. And I'm going to talk to you about some tasting notes. I will try my best not to spill. It's fine. Just don't get, well, don't get carried away on yours. I live here, so it's fine. We're in the uh, Whiskey and Wonder studio at my house. and (laughs) That's nice. Yeah. And, you know, that's for sale. If you want to sponsor the studio, you're more than welcome to. Oh, that might be, that's like max for me, what you just poured there. So, um. Shelby's hefty pourer, apparently. I don't know what to do. So today we are, sorry, trying to get the bottle. We are drinking Knob Creek Single Barrel Reserve nine years. So it's Knob Creek nine, but it's the Single Barrel Reserve version. It is 120 proof. Um, And I think I paid... Ooh, I don't remember how much I paid. I think I paid sixty bucks for this. Let me double check though. Awkward silence because I am no good at this. I was gonna but say, why don't I you tell us about it. like, yeah, why don't you smell it? Why don't Ooh. you tell us about uh, the color and some some stuff <laughs> okay. like that? Um, it's very orange. Um, I know Megan has way better words for this, but I'm no good at it. So it's a, it's a nice it, amber color. 
it smells really good. Um, you said it was 120 proof, so I was a little mm -hmm. bit worried it was going to be like burn your nose hairs, as you call it. <laughs> but it's actually quite sweet smelling. Uh, yeah, it looks, like, a... it looks like this goes for about 50 to 60 bucks, depending on where you are. So that's your MSRP on this. I wouldn't pay too much more than that. Uh, I Full disclosure, I have opened this bottle and tried it. I got uh, wild hair up my ass. Spoiler alert. Uh, we have the regular Knob Creek 9 and also this one. I know we haven't done the 9 yet. Uh, it's been in my cabinet for a while. We've just gotten stuff that I wanted to do sooner. <laughs> <laughs> so, But uh, in my personal time, I have taken these and... Did I uh, try this one yet? Uh, maybe. I'm maybe. not sure. Mm. Um, but yeah. I have compared the two side by side. Um, and stuff like that are, are things that I will do on uh whiskey wednesdays um you Ooh. know maybe maybe i'll even bust out bottles that you haven't seen on the podcast or that we haven't seen in a long time and drink some of those um i would i what i really want whiskey wednesday to become is like a hangout session um so having an idea for that remind me later okay that'll be extended to all our patreon patrons um, but I think, can I talk about what it smells sure, like? Sure, go right ahead. Uh, okay, so I smell caramel, like straight up caramel, not butterscotch, not vanilla, straight caramel. And it smells heavenly. Anything else? Uh, no, not really. I've been trying to pick up different things, but caramel is what I smell. Specifically those um, hard candies that are at your grandparents' Werther's? house. Yep, those. Werther's or butterscotch, dear. Well, then I'm wrong, and it's butterscotch. <laughs> I get a lot of spice, a lot of... I can I can smell the proof in it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess it smells I, high octane, as my father would say. Shout out to a friend, Papa Manning. Is that what you guys Papa call Papa Manning. Him? Yes, Papa <laughs> Manning. That is... Hey, daddy. <laughs> yeah, we've had... We've had Shelby and her brother and, and guess, her father. And guess what? They're all named John, so it's confusing. Even Shelby. Yes, that's that's my name, John. John Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> I just renamed Papa my Papa Manning, job. you screwed up there. You should have named her John. <laughs> John. Uh. I, could, I could have like a cool, like I can't talk. Put like a girl spin to that. John. Johnny. All right. That was my uh, grandma. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I knew I you were going to go there. I was waiting for you to say something. <laughs> Oops. Um, mm. I don't know. It smells good. I like it. So I'm it. getting a very... Uh, honestly, it's like every time I smell it, my my nose, like... It, it smells like, you know, when you get that burn from like a menthol? Yeah. That's kind of what I'm getting. But it goes it. away really quick. Like, I know what you mean. I get that too, but... It disappears. Yeah, it does disappear really quick. I don't know. It smells great. Um, I will say... What are we supposed to be smelling, Tyler? Well, I'm going to try to pinpoint a little oh, bit more. My bad. Yeah, I just get some sweet in there. I don't really get anything else. Just that minty flavor. and. Do you think it's butterscotch or caramel? Because I thought it was candies at first, but now... I think it's I like a creamy vanilla. Yeah, I don't think it's those candies anymore. It smelled like that initially. Uh, all right, so 
I've got two. I've got the actual Knob Creek website here, and it says the aroma is robust vanilla and caramel notes, ah. slightly smoky. I didn't get smoky. Um, while I have this, um, uh, second one is a nice blend of oak, orange, or uh, um, blah, blah, all over the place. A nice blend of oak, navel orange, pencil, and vanilla bean with a twinge of heat. So it's all like graphite, like the way that's I don't know. Uh, orange, when you said that, I was like, hmm. That's exactly why I went, huh? Yeah, I Yeah, definitely. I can smell that. I thought well, I thought I was getting a little, but it kind of was going away. It was overpowered by that menthol kind of smell. Yeah, what was after? You said orange pencil. What were the others? Vanilla bean and a twinge of heat, and that's going to be like okay. that menthol. That menthol, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't get any oak. I do smell um, the orange like crazy now. Sorry. I don't get any oak or smoky. You go ahead and taste it while I'm talking. Okay. Um, I don't, you, you know, I, I don't get any earthy. I imagine there probably will be some in here, but. Well, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, that's not. He told me this was 120 proof, and he wasn't lying. <laughs> I I just held it further away from my nose, and I definitely get very, very heavy vanilla bean. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, I'm going to try to look past the. The oh my gosh, it burned my tongue. So take a second sip. I'll okay. keep talking, but that first sip usually burns, and it's the second well, sip that comes out. The okay. flavors come out. I'll talk about my first sip versus second. Okay, yeah, just compare and contrast, and we'll put some water in this at the end, and hopefully that'll bring her down a little bit for you. Hmm. Okay, so it tingles your tongue like crazy, but not on the back of the throat at all. So it doesn't last long. But uh, I don't know. My numb, my no, my tongue has that like numbing feeling, but not my throat at all. Like it disappeared very quickly, but left my tongue. I, tongue numb. That's so hard to say together. Um, taste wise, I think I'm tasting citrus. So maybe that orange is coming through. I don't really get it as sweet as what it smelled like. Like I don't, I don't get the vanilla or the caramel really. Look at you. <laughs> so fancy. <laughs> I would agree with just off the first sip. Immediately, I noticed citrus. Um, I got a little bit of vanilla in there. It, it finishes long and woody. Woody. Yes, a very oaky finish is lingering in the back of my throat. So I'm gonna dive in and get a second sip here. Yeah, I just. Hmm. That was a different one. That one went down my throat that time. I mean, they all go down my throat, but I feel that like kind of numbing feeling going down. Um, I'm not tasting anything different on that sip. Mostly just orange. And I don't get the sweet like you do. Yeah, I got a lot less sweet that time. Yeah. Um, the burn is is there. It's got a... It, it's lingering. It's lingering down here right now. Yeah? Is it like, you know how you, sometimes when you do it, it kind of takes your breath away for a minute? It's not doing that to me. No, it's not. I don't, I don't really get that so yeah. much. Um, but it is definitely, it's still, it's still lingering down there, um, the burn. I like that numbing feeling yeah. that it's leaving. Yeah. I guess the higher proof does that. More mm. alcohol. Yeah. Um, overall, I, uh, you know, citrus, it's very... I don't even know if smoky is the right word, but it's very earthy, very oaky flavored uh, on the mid to finish. 
I don't, I don't taste that so much. I, t- I just get orange and burn. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have the palate. I feel like that's a little bit more of a subtle smell. So yeah. going back to the, uh, the actual Knob Creek website, it says the taste is, is deep and complex flavors of vanilla, nuts, and oak. Mm. But this third-party review says, um, neat. I first noticed the medium body and heat, although it's less than expected for 120 proof. It's fairly sweet and rich with notes of sweet corn, dark caramel, and medium kilned barley. The finish has a stiff warming with a very deep and sustained caramel and wood experience. I would agree with the warming. Oh, is there more? No, this just talks about it with uh, water, and this will be something we can look for later. Yeah. Um, the wood and no- orange notes dissipate, and the level or uh, and the leave, ah, uh, and the leave, the wood and orange notes dissipate and leave hints of flan, waffle, apricots, and fig. Mm-hmm. On the tongue, it becomes smoother in some respect, but also somewhat stringent with more wood. Finishes drier, but significantly, still significantly warm and long. So you get nuts in there anywhere? I didn't. Maybe that's kind of. Part of that earthy flavor I'm tasting. I mean, nerds, nerds, (laughs) nerds, nuts come from, (laughs) nuts come from the earth. So, Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll work on this and we'll tell you what we think of it at the end. I should probably slow down. (laughs) Hey, that's your call. It's pretty oh, good. I am. Golly, don't shoot it. I just did that so I could talk, so I could reply. <laughs> oh, it. Herbs. Well, you know, it like it burned for a second, but the burn's not lingering near as long when I shot it. So there is that. Uh, the other thing. Oh, gosh. Now I forgot my train of thought. It was one of the notes in there. Uh, the It being 120 proof, I did think that it would be a lot more burn, but. It goes away really quick, and it just leaves kind of that menthol, like, numbing. Yeah. Well, you you also get used to, you know, I've said many a times on here that whenever I have something that's in that 101 to 110 range, that first sip burns like hell, and then after that, it it doesn't burn at all. So (laughs) maybe you're adjusting. Maybe. Maybe I'm growing up. Ooh. Ooh. All right, so we're going to move on. I'm going to read to you Megan's Wonder segment. So here we go. It's time for the Wonder segment. All righty. Let me change the camera view there. Oh, yeah. All right, so uh, I'm going to preface this by... Um... I don't want to say ratting Megan out, but she definitely told me just with everything going on that this is not her finest work. So understandably, it's, it's a little so. bit shorter than normal. So we, uh, but we do have a wonder segment this week instead of me just talking out my ass for twenty minutes. <laughs> hey, and we appreciate her doing that. <laughs> yeah, going absolutely. through all of this, it's that's yeah. a lot. So yeah, absolutely. I said we like I'm. Part of the yeah, podcast. you're you're an honorary team <laughs> member. All right, thanks. All right, so now we're <laughs> going to jump into Megan's wonder segment. All right, friends, 
Strap in for a short, interesting Little Wonder segment that I wrote while intermittently sobbing, so sorry if the quality is not up to my expected standards. On June uh, 18th, 1875, a river of flaming whiskey roared through the streets of Dublin. This is the story of the Great Whiskey Fire. Dublin is the capital of Ireland. It's situated on the East Coast. It's an ideal... Ooh, that's a big word for me. Idyllic city, green as an emerald. The south is bordered by the Wicklow Mountains, and the bay is at the mouth of the River Liffey and is the, county, the country's chief port. Established most likely through, the, through debate... Oh, I'm sorry. I cannot read, guys. Established most likely... Uh, uh, she wrote this weird established, uh, most likely sometime in the 17th century CE, but it's still debated. Um, you know, Megan's going through a lot, so I'm not holding grammar (laughs) against her. Uh, it is the largest city in Ireland with a population of around 1.1 million. Is that today? I assume not back in 1870. I don't know. Let's find out. (laughs) Well, Ireland is one of the places I want to go to most probably on my bucket list. I want to see those green rolling hills and oof, just looks gorgeous. Um, so a quick Google says that the total population of the traditional county Dublin is 1.3 million. Okay. 1.3 so, and a half million. Yeah. So, so, okay. So today's. That's pretty close. Yeah. I would assume not in 1875, so that was kind of a stupid question. Uh, the fine. fire has an own unknown cause, but must have started sometime after the after 4.35 p.m. and before 8.30 p.m. It started at the Lawrence Malone's bonded storehouse. The storehouse held 5,000 hogsheads of whiskey. A hogshead is slightly larger than a standard American barrel, which is a volume of between... Uh, Hogshead is slightly larger than a standard American barrel with a volume of between 230 to 250 liters. A standard barrel holds about 200 liters. Hogsheads are popular today for maturing whiskey. Because of the size, there's less interaction with the wood than smaller casks and thus allows for a longer maturation period. 5,000 hogsheads is equivalent to 315,000 U.S. gallons, which would fill half of an Olympic swimming pool. <laughs> Today, that amount of whiskey is worth over about 6 million. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Today, that amount of whiskey is worth over 6,238,46600. You're going to have to quit pausing. Just read it. Uh, yeah, I know, but that doesn't make any sense. So. It, today, the amount of whiskey is worth over about six million two hundred thirty-eight thousand four hundred and sixty-six hundred U.S. dollars and thirty cents. So six million? Can we just say that? Six point two million dollars. Yeah, okay. there sixty-six hundred is not. Yeah, the hundred was throwing me off there. Sixty-six U.S. dollars and thirty cents. So six million two hundred thirty-eight thousand four hundred sixty-six dollars and thirty cents. We're trying, Megan. We are. <laughs> All of that money was about to go up in flames, literally. The storehouse was checked at 4.35 p.m., and all seemed well 
but at 8.30 p.m. an alarm was raised. There was a fire in the storehouse. The fire raged and refused to get under control, and one hour after the alarm was called at approximately 9.30 p.m., the hogshead barrels began to explode from the heat. That's again... 315,000 gallons of highly flammable alcohol. As the wood exploded, the liquid crashed through the windows and doors of the storehouse, carrying the fire right along with it. It set everything in its path ablaze. With this being the late 1800s, many poor families kept farm animals, even within the city limits. These animals, in an absolute panic over the fire, escaped their enclosures and went running through the city adding even more to the chaos. From an anonymous author at rareirishstuff.com, quote, The Dublin Fire Brigade arrived under the leadership of Captain James Robert Ingram, who had been a fire officer in the New York Fire Department and was renowned for his quote-unquote unconventional strategies to control fires. On one occasion, he had ordered his men to resist putting out a fire on a blazing ship in the Dublin Harbor and asked the Navy to sink it instead. Ingram knew that to pour water on the fire would be disastrous as the whiskey would float on top of it like petrol and spread the fire through the city. Hmm. Instead, he sent for soldiers and ordered them to pull up paving stones and pour a mixture of sand and gravel on the whiskey, but he soon realized that wouldn't be enough as the whiskey started to seep through the sand. Horse manure... uh, Heaps of horse manure lay in depots around the city. Ingram ordered that it be brought to the Liberties by the cartload and shoved back onto the streets from where it had once come to form dams. As the burning whiskey met the damp manure, it was soaked up and the fire slowly began to subside. Side note, if you're ever in a survival situation, a great way to carry an ember long terms is a dried up turd. Just saying. Hmm. Uh, although contained. <laughs> the things you learn. That was a, that was a baby Tyler nugget. <laughs> um, although contained, the flaming deluge seemed certain to hit both the Coombe Maternity Hospital and the Carmelite con- con- Convent on Ormond Street until a kindly wind turned the tide away, uh, which the delighted nuns reportedly offered up thanks, offered up as a miracle. While considerable structure damage occurred miraculously, not one person died in the flames or from smoke inhalation. However, the whiskey fire did have victims. As the city burned, crowds gathered around the edges of the flaming booze river and attempted to capture free drinks in pots, pans, Hats and even boots. Well, but they're trying to stop said fire with horse shit. That's going to smell so great. Apparently it worked. It tastes great. Uh, (laughs) The Illustrated London Times noted that, quote, crowds of people assembled and took off their hats and boots to collect the whiskey, which ran in streams along the streets. Four persons have died in uh, in the hospital from the effects of drinking the whiskey, which was burning hot as it flowed. <laughs> Two corn porters named Healy and McNulty. Uh, I don't know. Uh, McNulty. It's M apostrophe Nulty. I don't know if that's Mick or not. Um, were found in a lane off Cork Street, lying insensible with their boots off, 
which they had evidently used to collect the liquor. Mm. There are many other persons in the hospital who are suffering from the same cause. Two boys are reported to be dying, and it is feared that other deaths will follow. The fire proved to be one of the most destructive in the history of Dublin. The mayor set up a fund, and several hundred pounds were raised to help those who had just lost their homes and furniture. Eight men were carried into a, uh, eight men were carried in a comatose state to Meath Hospital, twelve to Jervis Street Hospital, three to Stevens Hospital, and one young man to Mercer's Hospital. Thirteen people died. None of the deceased perished in the flames, nor did they die from smoke in- inhalation. Each succumbed to alcohol poisoning from drinking, quote-unquote, freely of the derelict whiskey. Tales of the infamous Great Whiskey Fire are still alive today. In 2014, a new blend of craft whiskey was launched called the Flaming Pig, named after the squeals of fleeing pigs said to have first alerted residents to the fire. Oh, that's sad. Now, my goal was to have found and purchased Flaming Pig Whiskey to do this wonder segment with, but alas, I could not find it. And you know, good old North Carolina shipping liquor laws are stupid as fuck. Megan couldn't go an episode without getting the fuck in there. (laughs) (laughs) I just want that pointed out, (laughs) even when she's not here. So instead, we are drinking blank. (laughs) Knob Creek. Knob Creek 9. Single barrel select. Sorry, I just it was too good to leave the blank in there. <laughs> Hopefully one day we can do Flaming Pig. If you have a bottle you'd like to send us, please email us at contact at whiskeywonder.com. Um, the Great Whiskey Fire of 1875 continues to be arguably the worst inferno in Dublin's history. It took the lives of 13 people and hospitalized an additional 24. None of those were caused by fire or smoke inhalation or burns. Every single individual harmed was due to ingesting the molten whiskey traveling through the streets like lava. I mean, can you blame him? It was free whiskey. I cannot. Tyler would be down there with his camel pack trying to collect it. I'd, I'd <laughs> like to think that I would at least be smart enough to let it cool off. Yeah. And uh, So they're drinking hot whiskey? Ooh. It sounds like it, but I, I also, uh, frankly, just like, Knowing that they use manure to... Yeah, that was the part that I was like, "Mm, I don't think that I would be trying to catch any of that if I saw people putting horse shit up around it to try to (laughs) stop it. Um, It's okay. Some people just really need their drink. And this occurred... I'm just trying to compare this. 1875. 1875. So um, definitely go back and listen to a similar episode we've done. Uh, Hmm. I believe I did this one back in... About a year ago, it was episode 19, the London Beer Flood of 1814. I remember that. It is is another fun little tale. I'm sure it wasn't fun in the moment, but it's fun now. Yeah, and that one, didn't didn't quite a few people die from drinking so much? Yeah, I think it was... No, a lot of people... There were people that actually drowned that were in basements and whatnot. I remember that, and then like a couple kids. I remember that for some reason. Yeah, Um, I, I think there were a lot of people that tried to drink it, though. Yeah. This is an interesting story. Don't um, try to catch free alcohol and drink it. Not when it's burning. Yeah. Like my mouth and nose is currently <laughs> on the way I just drank that. It's kind of weird. After you let it sit for a minute, it it comes back with a vengeance. Yeah. Uh, all right. So 
Yes, that uh, Wonder segment is just a smidge short. We're going to cut Megan some slack on that this week. Hey, Megan still did a great yep, job. We Ma- appreciate yep, her. Yep, she did a great job. And I got to press a button. Yeah. <laughs> the right button. Yay, me. Um, so, yeah, we're going to move on to trivia with Tyler. This episode is just going to be a little short. Guys, I hope you uh, can bear with us on that. Trivia with Tyler. I have to dance to it every time. Yeah? Even in my own car. You you 100... <laughs> I, well, I thought I... Did you like sniff in the middle of it like a... Maybe. I sorry. Think, <laughs> Allergy I, season. Yeah, I know. I think I caught that. <laughs> just bad. for you guys behind the scenes, <laughs> we don't mute ourselves during that. We're just quiet. <laughs> well, they are. I'm not. Yeah, well, it... I mean, there have been... Uh, I forget what episode it was, but it's the one... Uh, it might've been our new year's special this year, uh, for 2021 where your brother, uh, John (laughs) at the end, he's like the, the last, uh, the outro is playing and he goes, that was fucking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He totally thought that the buttons or whatever would like make the sound for everything. Yeah. Thank you. Can't think of words. Words are hard. No, it it doesn't, (laughs) but that was funny. So we, we left that in, go back and listen to it and check it out at the end. (laughs) That should be a button. Yeah. We thought, Oh yeah, that should be a button. That'd be, I'll have to go back and find that and listen. Um, (laughs) anyways, so trivia with Tyler. Yes. Trivia with Tyler. We got distracted. I need some Tyler nuggets. All right. Despite being famous on TV for his quick temper and frequent swearing, a 2005 interview revealed that Gordon Ramsay has retained 85% of his staff since 1993. Hmm. So he must um, treat them very well monetarily. I I think <laughs> he's not that person. Like that's just oh, a persona for TV. TV. Have you ever watched like? Yeah, he seems like very calm person in his like just regular YouTube videos when it's just him cooking. I don't I don't know about calm. Well, but he's like very. Uh, like he lo- hyper. Oh, hyper. He's very hyper. He's like nonstop and he's going, he's going, he's going, but he's not yelling. He's not cursing. Yeah, he's that's not what I mean. He's that. like very excited about what he's doing. Yes, but and he's into it. Yeah, but he's not an asshole like TV makes him out to be. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure like the parts that they catch him being angry are probably when he's at like his wits end and he is going to lose it. I'm sure that happens in I mean uh, it happens in every job, but I'm quite definitely. sure that the producers are saying, "Hey, hey this your up. character is to be angry." We need more viewers. I mean, be have you ever seen um <laughs> It's one of those one of his cooking shows. It's not Hell's Kitchen. Maybe it is Hell's Kitchen, the kid version. Oh, where they have like yeah, I don't kid, know it's, it's like called. a kid competition that he's like the chef and he's very sweet and very kind to the kids. Well, yeah, you'd have to, you'd scare kids away from well, ever wanting to be chefs if yeah, you did that. Yeah, I, I get that, but like it's it's obviously not who he is. Yeah. Okay, so. that's fair. I really, I really, he's probably my favorite chef to follow. I love Gordon Ramsay to death. I've learned so much about cooking from that man. Tyler's a great cook. He can cook whatever he wants for me, whenever he wants. Yeah. I can't bake, though. Can't bake worth shit. I like baking. Well, then we balance each other out. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was a little Tyler nugget for this week. 
Sorry, and you said 93% is what he's... Kept? No, 85% since the year since of 1993. Okay. Yep. So That's pretty that, impressive. That, that is very impressive. So. But my last job doesn't have that retention rate. Quit throwing shade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't have any mail time, so we're going to move on. Final thoughts. All right. All right, Shelby is taking another little sip here. And I'll admit, first things first, this is um, this is a shorter episode, just for starters. We haven't, especially me, I haven't had as much time since I presented Megan's thing to sip on this and get a good, get a good feel. So I want to put an asterisk by this before we do anything, and I want to do this one again. Yeah, you should definitely do it again uh, with Megan. With too. Megan. Yeah. So. Because my thoughts are quite limited in comparison. <laughs> I haven't tasted a ton of whiskey. You've tasted most of the ones we've done. Yeah, but I I don't know. I don't, let me say it this way. I don't rate them the way you guys do. I yeah, don't sit there and think about what they taste like. You're just like, oh, like. does this taste good or bad? I'm like, do I like it or no? Yeah. <laughs> um, so. I'm going to taste this again real quick. Yeah, I feel like... Um, oh, wait, we forgot to add the water. Oh, yeah, let's do that. I feel like overall it hasn't changed. Um, I can't think of the word. What do you call this? The way we drank it? Neat. Neat, yeah, it didn't change really for me yeah, I don't, over the time. I don't think it's Granted, supposed I, to, yeah. Yeah. But with a water drop, let's see what it does. You go first. Oh, all right, well... All I'm right. shaking it up and swirling it, and here we go. <laughs> All right. I'll attempt to Tyler's pressing buttons. I don't know why. I don't know. I like it so far, but maybe not in my top 10 of ones we've tried. Definitely, definitely took the citrus out. Uh, de- wow. Definitely brought uh, vanilla out. Definitely brought out some of that. Uh, dark fruit. I forget what that review said, if it was fig or apricot or what, but I definitely got that. Uh, and the burn for me was more mild, and but it still has that woody, yeah, earthy got, finish. I, that was the biggest difference I caught was the oak, the that wood on the end. Is that where you're tasting it? Because yep. that's where I taste it. Yep. Oh. Did you get the dark fruit? Did you get how it changed from the citrus I still taste citrus, but I don't know if I'm mixing citrus with the burn. Like, because you know how citrus is always kind of that, like, tangy. That's not the right word. Uh, I don't know. Citrus has this specific. It's not a burn, but it's. It's an acid. It's hitting yeah, you. Yeah, acid, technically I guess it's, how you It's would an acidity. That. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good way. Better um, way to explain it. I, yeah, I, I, I completely lose the citrus. I, I. I read that uh read that those tasting notes what it did with the water and it that that was pretty spot on. Can you read that again? I don't remember it. Uh Sorry. yeah, I can. Did you close out of it? I did. That's my bad. That's fine. It's okay. Just tell me what you remember. It got rid of the citrus and it brought more of the dark fruity um, flavors and I don't know. Nope, not that one. Sorry, of course I make it challenging. Here we go, right here. Um, 
With a few drops of water, the nose opens up significantly. The wood and orange notes dissipate and leave hints of flan, waffle, apricots, and fig. Really got the apricots and fig. On the tongue, it becomes smoother in some respect, but also somewhat uh, more astringent with wood. Definitely got that as well. The finish is drier, but significantly warm and long. So less burn, more less orange, less sweet, dry. less burn. Yeah, dry more. I get. Sorry, I keep cutting you. No, up. you're fine. Dry and oak definitely came out for me yep. with the addition of the water. The apricots and fig, maybe I just can't think of what that tastes like. So I don't know if that's, it's just not coming through to me. I get it right before I swallow it. That's okay. where it comes through for me. Yeah, I didn't get that. So, okay. That's okay, though. Well, oh, I spilt water on my notebook. It'll dry. That's your fault for not having a water cup in here. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I failed. I guess I could have put some of my uh, Coca-Cola in there. No, that's fine. I could have just handed you a glass. Um, <laughs> all right, Chobo. Oh, no. That she hates that nickname. <laughs> she hates it. I love it. It's funny because it's like Elbow and Shelby. Shelbo. Um, <laughs> yes, I just explained that to everybody. <laughs> um, well, I didn't want people to think I was stupid. I mean. <laughs> yeah, well, too late, huh? Too late. I think um, they already do. <laughs> all right. Uh, what would you rate it, sir? What would I rate it? Ah, Six. No way, fans or butts about it. It's 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 good, not great. I would probably drink it chilled with an ice ball uh, because I like the flavor. I'd you got you guys know me. I don't like a huge burn. The hundred and twenty proof is a little out of my range, um, so I would want to dilute that a little bit and get it a little little less burny. Even if that did take away a little bit of that citrus flavor, that was pretty good. Yeah, I think I'm right around there. I'd probably say five for myself. Um, I like the idea of adding an ice ball or ice cube or something just to dilute it a little bit, dilute that burn. Um, but besides that, it, it's fine. It's just it wouldn't be what I would want to drink. And you know me, my whiskey drinking's limited. I like I have my favorites. Yes. So, <laughs> um, if anyone's curious, it's uh, Woodford Reserve Double Oaked. That's my favorite. You like that more than the Eagle Rare? Yeah, I think so. Okay. The Eagle Rare, it was good. Just, I don't know. There's something about Double Oaked. That Eagle Rare would be my daily drinker if I could find it regularly. Yeah. Easily. I was a crown girl before that, though. Uh, Spoiler alert, but we do have crown in the cabinet. It's just in the way back because it's crown. Well, you guys have done that on the... Yeah, but we didn't rate it like... Right. No, I know. It would be different. You'd yeah, want to do it separately. Yeah, we did do it on the uh, 4th of July special last year, yeah. which uh, you guys should go check out. We rated several common whiskeys, like low-end whiskey, like regular Jack Daniels, regular Jim Beam, Evan Williams, Crown, and I believe Makers. Yeah, I am interested. them comparatively. Yeah, I was going to say I'm interested in you doing that one separately. Well, we'll see how it goes. Uh Everybody, I know this episode's a little bit long, uh, shorter than usual. Uh, every once in a while, we give you one that's extra long. So this makes you know, up for it. Balance is yep, out. Make, yep, we're balancing it out right here. So, <laughs> um, just want to extend again uh, as much 
good vibes and support and love and prayers and whatever you do to Megan in Houston and you know their family as they're they're going through all this stuff. So thanks, we, Megan, for sending sending in something for for me to read. Even you know it. it like I said, that's better than me droning on for twenty minutes about what's going on this week. That gives us something. So yeah, we we love you, Megan. Yep. So we will look forward to seeing you next week. And I guess it's my turn to research. So get to it, boy. On that note, guys, uh, you know we're whiskey and wonder. That's not Megan, and I'm <laughs> definitely Tyler. Check us out, whiskeyandwonder.com. Um, if you want to be a patron, patreon.com slash whiskey and wonder. Check us out on YouTube. Just search whiskey and wonder and we'll come up. Um, just like, subscribe, tell your friends, help us spread the spread this thing around. Let's smear it like butter. Uh, That's not where you thought you were going with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think I was going to say? <laughs> All right, then she doesn't want to say. Um, I guess on that note, guys, everybody... Uh, don't drink and drive and um, keep giving them hell, Ukraine. Other than that, I guess we're getting out of here. <laughs> Cheers. See you guys. Ha, ha, ha.